the first boatload of Jewish refugees has arrived from Holland. A transit visa allows them to stay in this country for a limited time, giving them the chance to plan their futures in a different destination. Members of the Jewish communities and the Quaker Society have agreed to act as guarantors, ensuring the immigrants will not become a financial burden to the government. This is it. Number 9, Nelson Street. It's what it says in the letter. This cannot be it. This is a back street. Looks all right to me. Looks like a dump. Shall I ring the bell? Ring it. Yes? Who are you? Roy Parker. Who are you? Is this number nine Nelson Street? Yes. Is the property of Mrs. Polly Parker? Yes, that's me, Mum. Are you the Jewish refugees? There must be a mistake. Nah, I think me Mum is expecting you. Mum! Hurry! Oh, you've arrived. Welcome, welcome, my dears. You must be Miss Braidman and you must be Miss Zimmerman. Welcome to my home and my country. Please, do come in. Suitcases on the floor. This is your house? Yes. And this is where we have to stay? Yes. I've prepared a room for you upstairs. My son will take your cases up to your room. Your son lives here? Yes. He's only 17. Too young to enlist. He'll be 18 in a few months. He's planning to enlist then, aren't you, Roy? They never said there would be a man. <laughs> Well, I assure you, Miss Brightman, he's quite harmless. I asked for a smart house with no men. Well, I'm not sure the Quakers were able to accommodate everyone's requirements. Not that many of us volunteered, you know. But don't worry, at least you're safe now, eh? you got a roof over your head and you'll get three meals a day, I'll see to that. Now, I've got some tea ready in the kitchen and some cakes. Follow me. Bring the tea and cakes up to our room. I'll take my own suitcase up. Hurry up, Esther. Don't stand there loitering. Coming. Well, I say. This is a one-person room. They put two beds in here, but it is a one-person room. It's big enough for us. It's a dump. There is no lock on the door. We shall have to block it with that dresser. But then how do we go to the toilet? You can piss in the wash basin. I don't trust them. I think they're all right. They're trying to steal from us. My son will take your cases upstairs. No, he will not. Don't let them touch your suitcase, Esther. They were just trying to be friendly. All my jewels are in this case. At least I hope they are. Anyone could have stolen my jewellery. The way they made us leave our luggage at the back of the bus. Nobody touched our cases, Agnes. Here they are. I think everything's still there. The rings, the pearls, 
my mother's serpent bracelet mit the emerald eyes. She gave it to me on my bat mitzvah, you know. She told me it used to belong to an Egyptian princess. Really? Of course not, you fool. <laughs> Egyptian princess. But these jewels will save our lives. It's what's going to get us to America. Where shall I hide them? Ah, I know. Under the pillow. I'm going to bed and I'm not getting out again until tomorrow. Get changed, Esther, and move the dresser in front of the door. But it's only five o'clock. Mrs. Parker is making us some tea. I am not leaving this room, and neither will you. Well, let me at least go to the bathroom and freshen up. <sighs> All right, but hurry up. And when you come back, you can crawl into bed with me. You're sleeping with me tonight. But there are two beds in the room. You're sleeping with me tonight. Yes, Agnes. <laughs> As the National Service Act comes into place, the British Army has seen its first intake of men aged 18 to 40. Now a keen sportsman can become an air observer. A garage hand can become a skilled flight mechanic. We must all do our bit to preserve the nation's freedom. Britain needs you. Oh, hello. Who are you? What do you want? You must be one of them refugees Roy told me about. My name is Charlie. I'm a friend of the family. Is anyone at home? At home? Roy, Mrs. Parker. They've gone shop. They've gone shopping, have they? Well, I'll wait for them here then. Ooh, blooming heck. Feels good to put that bag down. Been carrying it all the way from the station. That's a long walk, let me tell you. Who are you? I told you, I'm a good friend of the Parkers. They go up picking at me father's farm every summer. Come here to sign up, so I did. Hop picking? You know, hopping. Like a rabbit? <laughs> no, not like a rabbit, you silly girl. Picking hops for beer. That's how poor people spend their holidays. What's your name? Fraulein Zimmermann. No, not your surname, your real name. I don't understand. What's your Christian name? I am a Jew. No, I meant your first name. What's your first name? You know, mine is Charlie. Esther. Esther? That's a pretty name. Ah, that'll be them. Hello, Roy. Hello, Miss Parker. Oh, Charlie, you're here already. When did you arrive? I only just came in. Been chatting with Esther. We've been talking about rabbits, haven't we? What happened to your face? Oh, it's nothing. It's not as bad as it looks, Mrs. Parker. Has your father been hitting you again? Oh, that man. I've decided to enlist. That's why I came. I'm 18 now. I'm going to get me away from him. That sounds like a very sensible idea. I was hoping I could uh, stay with you for a couple of days until I enlist. Of course you can, Charlie. You're always welcome here. You know that. Thanks, Mrs. P. Who are you? Oh, this is Miss Brakeman. She and Esther are staying with us for a few months. Oh, yes. Roy wrote me about them. How are you enjoying England then, Miss Brakeman? I see you've been shopping. I'm afraid we ain't got much in the shop at the moment. Food's being rationed, you know. We're having to use coupons, ain't that right, Mrs P? That's right. Is food being rationed in Germany too, Miss Brakeman? We have everything they need in Germany. 
Hurry up, Esther. Take our groceries up to the room. Yes, Agnes. Oh, dear. Was it something I said? Oh, don't worry, Charlie. They're always like that. It's a funny pair, if ever there was one. <laughs> Apparently, they're cousins. Cousins? I didn't know that. Oh, yes, Roy. I had a good chat with Esther last night. She got orphaned when she was 12 and Agnes's father took her in, but they treat her like a maid. Well, we'll have no maids in here, I told her. But it seems she's too scared of Miss Brakeman. I tell you, it's a good job the Quakers are paying me to host them. I wouldn't have them otherwise. Here, i got something in my bag for you, Roy. For me? What is it? Well, what do you think? What the heck is that? Nylon. Got it from one of the Yanks stationed at the barracks near the village. We're gonna sell them in the market. They're gold dust over here. Any posh bird with a bit of money would pay a fortune for these. Here, Esther, what do you think of this? Worth a couple of bob? What is it? Stockings. For your pretty legs to make them even prettier. <laughs> oh, stop it, Charlie. <laughs> You're making a blush. She looks pretty when she blushes. This is stupid. It's not stupid. We're going to make a lot of money selling these stockings. How are we going to sell them? Everyone's ignoring us. We just need to find the right person. Here. Roy. Over there. Look at her legs. What? Ma'am. Excuse me. Ma'am. What do you want? I've been looking at your legs. Have you indeed? I see what you did. You dyed them in tea, then drew a black line on the back to represent the sea. Except... The seam ain't quite straight. Oh, no! Don't you worry. I happen to have something you might be interested in. Oh, yes. There you go. This is what you need. Real nylon, this is. I see. And how much are you asking for them? Well, I, I don't know. How much are they worth to you? I ain't got no money. I'd have bought a pair of stockings if I had. But I could give you a kiss. A kiss? Take it or leave it. Kiss me on the lips. I can't do that. People might see us. Real nylon. Imported from America. Oh, all right then. Hang on. Let me wipe my lips clean. Right. Now. Well, how was that? That was terrible. <laughs> Why, you cheeky little... It's like being smacked on the mouth with a dead frog. <laughs> Give me my stockings. You'll have to do better than that. Try again. Oh, you <laughs> bloody rascal. <laughs> All right, so no sale, but at least I got a kiss. You're mad. <laughs> you are. Is that you, boys? How did it go? <sighs> Nothing. No luck. We didn't sell a single pair. Well, you should have gone to the West End. People haven't got that kind of money round here. I paid 20 quid for them and all. 20 quid for that. Well, never mind. You can try again another day. I'll put a kettle on, shall I? Oh. Hello, Esther. I want to buy one. You? You can't afford it. No, please. I pay. I pay. Here. What's that? It's bracelet. Please, you take. Is that real gold? Yes. Let's have a look at that. It's shape of a serpent. And eyes are made of emeralds. What, real emeralds? Yes, is a real. Where did you get it from? It's mine. The stockings ain't worth that much. It's all right. You keep... Have you gone mad? Don't argue with her, Charlie. Just stand over the stockings and take the blooming bracelet. Well, here you go then. Have the old bag. Thank you. 
is it? No! Oh, no, it can't be. Is it chocolate? Thieves! Thieves! Miss Brightman, what's wrong? Where is it? Give it back. I will go to the police. Police? What are you talking about? You are thieves! Your son and that friend of his. Dirty, horrible thieves. Miss Brightman, please, will you calm down? What time is it? It's one o'clock in the morning, for heaven's sake. They stole my bracelet. My golden serpent bracelet with the emerald eyes. Who stole your bracelet? You did. I did not steal anything of yours, Miss Brightman. Your son, then. And his friend. My son is not a thief, Miss Brightman. You must have misplaced that bracelet somewhere. I go to the police. I go to the police now. But, Miss Brightman, you're not even dressed. In the story of Agnes Brightman, the parts were played as follows. Agnes, Sharon Grunwald. Esther, Olivia Biskupska. Newsreel, Andrew Biss. Mrs. Parker, Tanya Rich, Woman in Market, Catherine Siggers, Roy, Ray Kalija, Charlie, Luke Malloy. Audio Mystery Theatre is free to listen to, but not free to make. If you want to show your appreciation, then why not buy us a virtual cup of coffee? The money will go towards funding the next Audio Mystery Theatre production. For more information about forthcoming productions, please visit Olivier Bossman.